Welcome to another episode of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris, your one-stop shop for actionable social media advice that actually makes sense. That's right, all results, no BS. Let's get started. Would you like to know a secret? Today's episode uh, is in the theme of my favorite episodes. It's three things you need to know right now. This is our first three things you need to know episode of Q4 of 2018. And I want to dig in and talk about not just kind of what you need to know for this month, but kind of globally, what I want you to be paying attention going into the last quarter of the year. Uh, Because whether you run a standard structure of, you know, Q1 being January to March and so on and so forth and this being legit your Q4 or if you're somebody who maybe has modified their quarters maybe uh, I know a lot of people run a sort of a June July kind of fiscal or July to June kind of fiscal year Uh, whatever works for you these last three months of 2018 October November December do present their own things (laughs) and so I want to talk a little bit about that Um, but I also want to talk about some of the marketing that happens in this part of the year and why I don't want you to fall prey and I'm using that word very intentionally uh, to that language so that's what we're going to dig into today without any further ado let's jump in so I want to start with the fact that there is going to be a lot of people a lot of marketers who are going to spend the next couple of months trying to tell you that this is your last chance, that you have to finish strong and you have to make this your best year ever and you have to or you should or you need to and really give you the impression that time is running out. It's not. It's just not. (laughs) It's, it's, It's simply not. Here is what I have learned in seven and a half years of business. Things will keep going. (laughs) Now, there are absolutely lessons I have learned that would have been nice to learn earlier. There have absolutely been experiences I have had that a little more information would have made a little less painful. But I don't want you to live on this deadline for success that someone else is giving you. Especially because it also comes with their definition of success. And when marketers start doing this, it tends to make us feel inadequate. It is something that I have a massive problem with and am trying to change in my corner of the internet And the reason I say this is not just so you don't fall prey to these things, but also so that you know there's another way to market. So often I hear from my clients and prospective clients and from the community as a whole that they see these things that are so obviously working because tons of people bought XYZ program and it was all so based in fear mongering. And they just, they don't think they'll ever get XYZ results Because they don't want to market that way. There is another way. I don't market with any of that stuff. And I've been in business very successfully for seven and a half years. Uh, 
So <laughs> I want you to step back from it from a consumption standpoint, from the idea that someone else's timeline and vision for success are being pushed onto you. And that if you don't reach those things, you will have somehow become a failure or inadequate or whatever else. I also want you to realize that that marketing that way, that leading with that kind of messaging is not the only way to be successful. I would argue that long-term sustainable growth and, and impact with your business comes from doing the opposite of that because you really start to cultivate a community of people who buy in not just because they buy in to your program or your coaching or your service or your whatever, but because they buy into your core business values. And those people tend to buy more than once and they tend to stick around and they tend to share with their friends. And that is where we start to see real depth of impact. Instead of maybe the potentially shallow impact of Buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. <laughs> okay. So this one's kind of a two prong. I want you to really be aware of that language that you're seeing, those Facebook ads that you're seeing, those Instagram stories that you're seeing that, that feed that little voice in your head that tells you you're doing everything wrong. Because trust me, we all have that voice. And instead, I want you to focus on the voice in your head that says, I'm going to do this my way. I'm going to use the language that I know speaks to my community because that's the only person I care about attracting is the people who are an ideal fit for this. When you do that, it will be easier. Now, with all of that said, not all end of the year programs who are saying, let's make the most of 2018 or setting yourself up for 2019 are bad. So don't, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. But dig a little past the language and look for those places that really connect with you, that really are speaking to what you want in 2018, in 2019, whenever. For me, not in the market for programs at the end of this year. Uh, as I sat down and did some of my big picture 2019 planning and and from an investment standpoint, not a, a marketing standpoint just yet, but from an investment standpoint, I realized that my investments in 2019 are really going to be about people. Uh, I'm not joining a mastermind this year. Uh, I'm not booking a one-on-one coach this year. I'm not buying any courses this year. Now, from time to time might be a, hey, I want a guide on how to do something specific. Um, there from time to time will absolutely be, hey, can I book an intensive or a VIP day uh, with my coach? But I know for me that my investment is people. And so when I see these ads or when I see this messaging, I'm able to run that through the filter. I highly recommend you figuring out where you want to see impact or support or growth next year, because that's going to be incredibly valuable to filter this messaging through, to filter these opportunities through. Um, I'm not doing a whole episode on that. I'm, I'm not going to dig any deeper to that. If you have questions, come ask on the Facebook page or over on the Instagram channel uh, because I'm not a business coach, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> Do I have any interest in being a business coach? There are several really amazing business coaches in this community. If you need a business coach, let me know. I will point you in the right direction. Um, but 
sharing my own experience, sharing how I'm making investment decisions. I'm making it from a place of what do I need, not what are they scaring me into thinking I need. Pay attention to that shift. And of course, the core part of this, you don't have to scare people into buying your stuff. Promise. Okay. All right. Let's dig into number two. Number two um, is my absolute favorite because this actually came up in a conversation I had with a client uh, earlier. They were sharing that they had gone on a weekend and they had done this really cool work and now they had all the things to share. But when they had all the things to share, they tended to not share anything because they felt like maybe that was too much. I want you to let go of the idea that you are ever going to be too much. When I shifted gears in my business in 2013 and rebranded as the Stacey Harris, I committed to one single goal for that year, for 2013. And it was to basically make people sick of me. I was going to work to annoy all of you because up until that point, I thought about regular content, consistent social, not for my clients, but for my stuff as annoying. You guys didn't want to hear me on every podcast. You guys didn't want to hear me talk on this podcast all by myself. You didn't want to see my social popping up all the time. You didn't want to see my ads every day. It was going to be too much. 2013 was not the best year I've ever had as of to now, but it was the best year I'd had up until that point. I got some truly amazing opportunities, speaking, working with clients, uh, really fundamentally shifted my business and my brand into strategy development. And that was because I decided to get crazy visible. I decided that I was no longer going to worry about being too much. And I really, really, really want you to do the same. I'm not saying you have to try to be annoying. Although I will say, I have told this story a few times. I have two clients and no one has ever told me I was annoying. At no point has anyone ever said, please, for the love of God, stop posting the podcast. Don't share another story. Don't say anything else. (laughs) Because you know what? And this is a big, this is going to be, brace yourself. No one is paying attention as closely as you are. Nobody. So even though you think I'm always on social. I'm always on the podcast. I'm always writing blog posts. I'm always doing guest things. No one is seeing all of it, but you, maybe your team. That's it. So let go of this idea that you are going to be too much because you're not. In fact, the fear of being too much is making you hide. And when you hide, You cannot serve your community. You cannot have the impact you want to have. You cannot deliver the value that is trapped inside of you. It's just, it's, you can't have both. You can't, you can't do both things. So for October, 
my challenge for you is to get crazy visible. Now, I would prefer you have this with some kind of goal in mind. Maybe you have a launch. Maybe you have an option you want to share and you're going to grow your email list. Maybe you just want the swipe up feature on Instagram. And so you're going to really hustle to grow that following. Now, I'm not saying you're going to get 10,000 and hit get the swipe up feature on Instagram tomorrow. But let's say you're going to get really intentional about sharing content on Instagram because you want to grow that audience. Great. Pick one of those things and do it. Do it hard. (laughs) Do it all the way. Get consistent. Get visible. And don't worry about being too much. All right? All right. So we're going to wrap this up with number three, which is a super tactical one. Uh, And I tell you this every year, about this time. But it bears repeating because new people hear it all the time. Your ad costs are going to go up in this last quarter of the year. Uh, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Again, I talk about this a lot. We're going to talk about it more on the live show on Thursday. If you're running ads right now, make sure you know really intentionally where that traffic is driving to, where that content is serving your goals. Because that content can only be valuable if you know what it's doing. Otherwise, you are spending more money than usual for funsies. And I don't know a whole lot of intra- entrepreneurs that want that want to do that. Do you? I don't. Okay. So your ad costs are going to go up. Pay attention to that. Diversify that. Change up your strategy a little bit. Again, we're going to talk about this on Thursday. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, but we, we are going to talk about it on Thursday, kind of what I'm doing with my ads right now. We're going to be shifting gears into some retargeting. Um, change it up. I'm not actually running any ads right at the moment. Um, because... I don't, I don't have a big purpose to, uh, so yeah, so change up your strategy, make sure. And, and that's not to say that you def, you know, everybody turn your ads off. No, for someone listening to this episode, this may be peak season for them. And so they're going full bore with the ads and that's great. Uh, just make sure your targeting's on point. Just make sure your, your expectations are on point, uh, because you want to make sure you're maximizing it. It's not about not doing it. It's just about making it work for you. All right. All right. So that's it for today. Uh, I I did want to let you guys in on a little kind of information. Uh, As you have heard, we launched the VIP strategy days earlier this fall. I think it was actually late summer, technically, since fall. I'm going by the uh, Starbucks pumpkin spice latte calendar. So it was earlier this fall, you know, in August. And uh, we launched the VIP days. We've got, I think, think one or two spots left for November. Um, Otherwise, we are booking into 2019. We have a couple of, of VIP days in 2019 already booked, which is awesome. Uh, Currently, we're just booking Q1, so January, February, March. If you are interested in doing that, I will have a link in the show notes to check that out. But if you go to the stacyharris.com slash VIP day, you will find all the information and you can book a call with me to see if it's a fit, figure out what's going to be best for you. Again, if you come to Southern California, where I am, I'll take you to lunch and everything. But if you'd like to do it virtually, we can do that as well. Uh, I do want to let you know I'm going to be hosting uh, some workshop style events in 2019. Uh, So if you are interested in joining me for one of those, uh, let me know and I will get you on the wait list. We will have our first one in Q1 here in California. I'm going to be in New York in February of next year. I'm thinking about doing a VIP day in New York. 
uh, and or making some time to do a master your marketing workshop, which is uh, like we usually get about eight people in a room uh, and do a little hot seat time for everybody. Sort of a marketing mastermind day. I'm thinking about doing that in New York as well. I have not committed to this yet. So if you were in New York or the New York area and that's something that would interest you in early February, let me know and I'll see about getting us a space. But I will also be in New York. So I will be on that side of the country in New York uh, or in in February rather. Uh, So if you want VIP days on that side of the country, I will do one while I'm in New York. So let me know. Okay. And see, I can say that here because I assume the people who are still listening to this ep- this podcast at this point really love me, like a lot. <laughs> All right, let's call it, guys. Again, any questions, be sure to ask them. Head to the, v- uh, head to the not the VIP lounge, unless you're in backstage, then yes, the VIP lounge. But if you're not in backstage, first of all, fix that. Second of all, join me on Facebook or Instagram. That's where I spend the most time. I will be happy to answer them. I love talking to you. I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to this point. I hope you're having a really good Tuesday. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Want to keep the show going? Join us backstage. Join us at hitthemicbackstage.com right now for just $1 and get access to everything you need to know to make your social media rock.